everyone for dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Holiday movie month week four is uh, the actual factual week of Christmas here in the real world. Yeah. So uh, Merry Christmas, I guess, real quick. If that's your thing, Merry Christmas. But the uh, movie that we talk about for this Christmas week is a movie that on paper, at least to me, sounded way more bonkers bananas crazy Mm -hmm. than the movie we wound up watching yes so to jump into it uh the movie that we watched for this week was the 2020 american dark comedy action film fat man starring (laughs) mel gibson as Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, mm-hmm. uh, never called, I mean, sort of called Santa Claus, never, it, oh, it's so weird, like he's a man, his, yeah. he's a man who lives in the world, right? and his name is Chris, and people hang out and they talk to him, but he is the eternal figure of Santa Claus. Yes. It's one of those movies <laughs> where they try to plop a a somehow real santa mm-hmm. despite the fact that it's like no none of this what no no no, uh-uh. <laughs> no matter how hard you try it none of it makes any kind of sense <clears throat> uh but the the plot of the movie as imdb puts it imdb gives an extra sentence at the top that <laughs> that that gives you a little bit more of the rest of what the movie is gotcha because it says a rowdy unorthodox santa claus is fighting to save his declining business they don't mention that in the other one i didn't no. see that before we started the movie no the next one meanwhile billy a neglected and precocious 12 year old hires a hitman to kill santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking that's the movie I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And even though we knew ahead of time that it was an hour and 40 minutes long, yeah, there was just something about it that seemed like, yeah, it's just a simple, just streamlined idea mm-hmm. of like kid hires Hitman, Hitman goes after Santa, Hitman and Santa d- duke it out. Yeah. You know, how, however it's going to happen. Yeah. Like I figured there was going to be some sort of setup of like, you know, obviously there has to be scenes beforehand before Christmas to show you how shitty the kid is. Right. And oh man, is he. He's the worst kid. The worst. Ever. ever. Hands down. <laughs> it's uh, it's sort of like almost a necessity. Like you can kind of see, in my opinion, in this movie, how the very basic idea that they had of like, uh yeah, a kid who a kid who, you know, like wouldn't that be funny? Mm-hmm. A kid who gets coal is so mad that he he hires a hitman to go kill Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, "Okay, so how do you build that into a movie? How do you make it into something that's even halfway real?" Yeah. The kid has to be loaded rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the only oh, yeah. way a kid hires a hitman yeah. who would ever actually take that job. <laughs> Unless he knows that like his uncle is a hitman. Yeah, exactly, which is like, eh, whatever. So the kid kind of has to be this like privileged little shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is just like the worst kind of person. <laughs> I I specifically called him a snooty arrogant child. Yeah, I just wrote my literal the first words in my notes is just little dipshit rich kid Billy. Uh, like <laughs> there he is. That's the that's the fucking kid we're talking about. Uh, they did a very good job of making that kid extremely hateable. Yeah, there's just there's nothing redeeming about it. Mm-mm. And when you're going into a movie, you know, promising assassinations and hitmen and it's rated R and there's swearing a bunch and there's, you know, blood and guts and all that kind of junk. Mm-hmm. 
the fact that spoiler alert for right now the fact that the kid gets away with a warning at the end i felt was a slap in the face i was like the the whole fucking movie paints that this kid is the absolute worst and he fucking sent a hitman to murder you santa Mm -hmm. the fact that the kid does not get retribution and just gets like a promise like oh i'll come back oh yeah i'll do that like fuck you do it now That'll be the fucking, like, that will be the thing that causes all the other kids to finally start shaping up, as if one of them got murdered. Imagine that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you were such a bad kid (laughs) that you got fucking killed. You know what I mean? Like, that should have been the message Santa sent back to them. But it's like, I don't know. It it just That's the sequel after, you know, (laughs) the, the next year passes, Arrogant Billy doesn't change i just don't want to see him again i wish he had died yeah (laughs) he did all this there's no reason to leave him off with a warning you know what i mean the fucking kid forged checks to hire a hitman to go kill santa because he got the piece of coal he rightfully deserved for being the worst kid on the planet he didn't even deserve that i mean yes truthfully that's he deserved nothing yeah but like just it's it's like again they're doing it on purpose. This character mm-hmm. is horrible, and this sequence of events happens because he's like a horrible, selfish, spoiled piece of shit. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, that's great. If they had just had him be a brief thing at the beginning to kick Walton Goggins and his <laughs> hitman character off on the road to go do the rest of the movie, and then we just basically forgot about that fucking kid. God, it would have been a better movie. Yeah. Holy shit. I would have enjoyed myself more mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have sat through the scenes with him and then also been incredibly disappointed at the end where he gets nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe keep some of the little bits when he calls Walton Goggins. <laughs> if only so that we see that he saved his number as little shit. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was the one thing that came out of it where I was like, yeah. <laughs> Look he at knows. that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, like we've been saying, that's the plot of the movie. A spoiled little rich kid gets mm-hmm. gets coal after he kidnaps well, a rival. Hire- sci- yeah, hires Walton Goggins to mm-hmm. kidnap a rival student mm-hmm. who won first place at the science fair mm-hmm. that he, uh, you know, just believed he deserved. Yeah. Because uh, he's won the past four. Yeah. So that means that he deserves it again. And again, yes, obviously. He's pissing me off because that's how they're writing him. But mm. it's just like, I'm not having fun. Yeah. And I want this kid to pay. Yeah. And the fact that really nothing comes of it at the end, I think, is why I'm so frustrated by it. Like, I would be sort of like jovial about how terrible he is if he got his just comeuppance at the end. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and it's so sweet later when he mm-hmm. gets it. So who cares? But in the end, it's like this fucking piece of shit, kid. I don't care that he's a kid. Yeah. This movie is like hard R and fucking shit up the whole time. Do mm-hmm. it, movie. Mm-hmm. Have the balls. Yeah. <laughs> fucking take him out. Oh, disappointing. But so he hires Walton Goggins to uh, kidnap the girl mm-hmm. so that the boy can threaten her into admitting like or to, to threaten her to admit that she cheated yeah so that she would be disqualified and he would win first place correct uh one can assume he deserves the coal for other shit too oh absolutely you know but i mean obviously that whole sequence is to show that he has some sort of connection to a crazy fucking guy like walton goggins right it still doesn't it really explain that it I just mean, shows that that relationship already exists. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, and this is a guy that he knows. He just does. He's a spoiled rich kid, whatever, moving on. Uh, he just needs to know a guy like this. So he yeah. does. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so all of that shit happens. Christmas happens. The kid gets the call. 
He's pissed off. He runs outside and screams about something. I forget what he said exactly. I assume it was something along the lines of like, you'll pay for this fat man. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and that alone, that, I mean, not that alone, obviously, because the next thing is that he hires a hitman. <laughs> so like that, this whole thing that this movie is set upon, mm-hmm. the, the, the world that must exist for this story to happen. Santa Claus is a real quantifiable person mm-hmm. that the world knows about and accepts. Yep. They accept that he's real, but they also accept that they know nothing about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they accept that there is a Santa Claus and that he brings presents. He comes to our houses. He does that impossible thing mm-hmm. where he goes to the entire world in a night. Yeah. Another thing that like this movie, like every fucking trying to make Santa real movie glosses over. Yeah. This movie has it where he's like, well, I'm going out for tonight. I just got to do this. Oh, man. And then he comes back early in the morning, really tired. Yeah. It's like, what What did he fucking do? Show me what he fucking did. What mm-hmm. was it? Because apparently it's not magic because he's a real man. Yeah. Well, no. Like, he can he, heal easily he, he from gunshot wounds. Magic and, <laughs> and stabbings and, and things. He had he had many scars. Okay, yeah, he's magic, but he's physical. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not some <laughs> ethereal being, and they never even show us a sleigh or, or I mean, they show reindeer in in a in a shed. Yeah, in, uh, but in they in don't their, show. Like, barn. Yeah, but they don't show like a hooked up Santa sleigh no. that he gets in to fly off into the sky. They do show it up on cinder blocks though when he's taken out the the board that was shot through. Right, right, but like, so there, there is a sleigh. Yeah, there's there are there's reindeer. A, there's a vehicle. One of them's really nippy. <laughs> reindeer, yeah, Blitzen will tear your package right off. Like, <laughs> there's something uh, charming and fun about the like real man Santa guy who's like worrying about bills and mm-hmm. like, like trying to get his wife to fuck him yeah. in that one scene, and she's like gonna hit him with a rolling pin and stuff. Like, there is something like fun about that, and I was so surprised. I wrote in my notes, I was like, there is so much. Santa marriage drama in this movie. Right. Like with the two of them of like, we're a team. That's what we do. I love She was so Mrs. fantastic. Kringle. She was She's, amazing. That I, was that's Marianne Jean Baptiste. Yeah. When we were when we were looking into the movie, I, I was I was teasing you with <laughs> with the cast list of like, oh, it's Mel Gibson. Uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste and Walton Goggins. And you're like, who's Marianne Jean-Baptiste? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She was great. So good. I did look it up. I haven't seen anything that she's been in. She Mm -hmm. does. She's done more shows. Okay. Um, But she was absolutely fantastic. She was like the most adorable, loving wife. Mm -hmm. Like I just. And it wasn't like a stereotypical Christmas house Mm -hmm. life kind of thing like that was another thing i kind of dug about it yeah where like their life didn't seem dictated completely by christmas like Mm -hmm. thematically yeah it wasn't like she has to wear a red dress with a white apron and a you know like Mm -hmm. all that kind of junk it was just like no they're just these folks they live here yeah they do their thing the elf shit this is what like the humans took from it like the, the yeah, thematic I mean, <laughs> stuff and, and that, like, that's what the humans did with it. Yeah, the I elves, guess. With the exception of the bells on their shoes. The elves thing, the elves were weird because, like, for one, like, oh, so they're, they're what, a different species? Yes. They're not humans. Correct. They're a different species. Yes. So they are their own 
ecosystem then these these elves they, that, that they keep maintain, their population yes, going they maintain their own population yeah okay so that's that's what's going on there it's just they're so weird and their whole like we just eat a whole bunch of fucking sugar cookies and cake and shit like that yeah sugars and, like, and simple carbs yeah and explaining it as some sort of like scientific thing for like that's how we're able to keep 24 hour shifts and only take like five minute naps in between and then we're able to work i think and it's be like so fucking efficient and all that a 20 minute nap every 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 like five hours or yeah, eight hours or something like that whatever it was yeah. but it was just like trying to give a thing where it's like that's why we eat those sweets is because santa like it's like or do or have they taken on the christmas candy diet because of christmas like because it's available at the time yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like because it just it seems weird that like it feels it feels so much like elf you know what i mean yeah. like the elves who eat candy and sugar and you know but they're like they're real they're like people they work here they care about their jobs like it's it's a weird like i don't know it's it's fine um but like there is all of that stuff going on and i was just so unprepared for it based on what the movie like sort of said it was <laughs> at first you know uh because i was really more expecting it to be like hunkered down santa or something you know like mm -hmm. some kind of some kind of santa who's been like waiting for a fight or something like that you know like a crazy rambo santa or something you know that was the, you know because yeah, yeah. it would be like yeah and then you send the hitman after him and then they have like a fucking you know 40 minute long gunfight or something like who knows it's gonna be crazy and then this movie does not really do that no. <laughs> almost at all. <laughs> I was like legitimately surprised and then like a little disappointed at, at like how far into the movie it took for that confrontation to take place <laughs> and then how quickly it was kind of over. Yeah. And I was like, what? And also the... the <laughs> events of how it ended yeah there's a lot of craziness in that that i mean I, I wasn't necessarily uh disappointed in how it all wound up it was just that right. it seemed like it all it all came and went too quick i was like well, oh, right, what oh geez <laughs> man and we sat through all of that other stuff yeah. you know um again in that way of uh having a neat idea and then having to kind of backtrack into it somehow like oh uh and then i guess we'll do it like this is the whole santa's business is being subsidized by the government and they'll mm -hmm. give him more money since he's having a tough time if he fulfills a contract with the military mm -hmm. which is what may it essentially turns the his north pole base whatever yeah into a like militarized zone mm -hmm. so that it's like so that, you know, Walton Goggins, it's not simply walking up to a farmhouse yeah. and shooting an old man. Yeah. There's like <laughs> obstacles in his way. He has to break in and fight against soldiers and all this shit to get mm -hmm. his job done. So it's like, yeah, okay, that's more exciting. And yeah, I can understand why you would want like a base for him to infiltrate yeah. in terms of like an exciting movie sequence and yeah, not just literally just like a law cabin. Yeah, just like <laughs> kicking open a gate like, oh, I'm in. You know, like, I get that. Just there's so much devoted to it just to have there be a ton of armed guards everywhere. That's yeah. kind of the that's the chess move. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like make it so that the government is coming in and doing all this shit and Santa can't pay his bills. So that's why the government's there. And that's why the military's there. So that there's a bunch of guards there. So that when Walton Goggins finally gets there, 
there's people for him to shoot. Like, you know what? Just make it Rambo Santa who hired guards because he's a lunatic now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's a version of this movie that isn't so domestic drama. And that's the movie that I thought I was getting. Yeah. So this one, while I wouldn't necessarily even say that I like didn't like it or thought it was bad. Mm -hmm. It was just like, Not wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this, there is so much. Loving chatter between Santa and his wife. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah, it is really nice. And it's it, it is a pretty good counterpoint to Walton Goggins side of the story, mm -hmm. uh, which is like he only has love for his hamster. Yes, uh, that's sort of adorable. adorable. Yeah, yeah, very adorable. <laughs> I at first I was like, I can't believe he brought the hamster on the trip to kill santa claus but I, in the end it's like at least the hamster gets a happy ending so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like he gets sent off by the kid because the kid obviously is like super pissed and vengeful <laughs> and he's drawing all those paintings of like stabbing santa in the head with an axe and all that kind of stuff while he's on the phone <laughs> with goggins telling him what he wants him to do so like all right he's off on his mission but there's also like, I guess that's where it comes into being weird of like, how does this kid know this guy? Not just a guy who can do this, but this guy. Yeah. Because this guy, like, not only is a hitman who will take a job from a child, mm -hmm. like, just <laughs> straight up. I'm assuming there. it's because he knows the child's family. <laughs> yeah, that's that, like must be it. But it's just so strange I, yeah. that they do business with each other. <laughs> um. But he also uh, buys items that people got from Santa for Christmas and, mm. like, stores them in a vault or some shit. Yeah. I don't quite know what he's doing. You know, like, I thought that was going to be, like, a part of something. And then really all that happens is that when the kid is going to tell him about the job, he's like, it might sort of involve that hobby you have. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, about Santa, because he's got, you know, a grudge against Santa. I just wasn't quite sure what the gathering of the items was all about. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was going to do anything with them. He just wanted them. He, like, since he didn't get toys when he was young, he wanted everyone else's. I don't know. I don't know if the, like, other underlying thing or one of the other many underlying things of, like, the toys relating to the kid's passion if that has anything to do with it, because... Yeah, that's like, right, because... There's the pictures that Mrs. Kringle shows to Chris. Yeah, with, that, where it's like this... I wrote them as Santa success stories. Mm -hmm. Where it's like the little girl gets a fire truck and then she's like a firefighter or something. Or whatever, yeah. Whatever. I forget what they were. Yeah, like she a was a firefighter. And then there was the kid that got the kitchen set. Oh, yeah, and he's and, a cook, he's yeah. a chef or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right, so, like, to show. And, I, yeah, that, and and I didn't really think of... The guy at the beginning with the baseball bat that yeah, he's, he's selling to Walton. he was an athlete. Until mm -hmm, he, like, tore his ACL or something in college. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's so weird. Like, it, it's, it's, like, it's implying that it, that he gives them that get you know like that he decides that you know yeah. that it's not like the kid saying like i want a fire truck so santa gives him a fire truck those pictures <laughs> kind of make it seem like like they were just random toys given that inspired those people to become those things yeah a little bit 
which then makes it seem weird. Like, okay, so Walton Goggins has a toy, the mm-hmm. only toy he ever got from Santa, mm-hmm. and it was a cop car, mm-hmm. right? And so it was like, okay, so what was Santa telling you to become a cop, and then because he failed you in as as you thought, yeah. you decided to become the opposite. <laughs> you know, you decided uh- <laughs> to become a criminal and whatnot. Like, is mm-hmm. that what is that what what's going on there? Maybe. Maybe that's the deal with that stuff. <laughs> Maybe if you want to really read into it, that that's kind of where my brain went. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I liked how they kind of like slowly laid out what Walton Goggins deal really was. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like there's a little bit of the beginning where he's buying the baseball bat and, and he clearly wants this Santa stuff. And then he takes the job because the kid says he has that hobby and then uh, he he takes he's gonna get the he's gonna buy the airplane from that kid in that car mm-hmm. where he just walks up like you get that from Santa like yeah like I'll give you fifty bucks for it like a hundred bucks hundred fifty bucks like he's just he wants to buy the fucking plane from <laughs> him and he does yeah he does that's pretty great um, <clears throat> but like so he has the the interest in that so there's a very specific like okay yeah he's doing that and he tells the kid like this is all I got for Christmas and he has a bunch of scars on his arm and it, it was, it's, he describes it as like the smell of burning flesh and menthol. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so he got burnt with cigarettes as a kid. He had a terrible childhood, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was like, wait a minute, is this movie implying that this is Santa's kid? Like, was Santa <laughs> a deadbeat dad or something? Like, <laughs> and maybe it was like a previous marriage. So this Kringle doesn't know about it. Like, this Miss Kringle yeah. doesn't even know. So when he shows up, it'll be like, what's up, father? And then, like, oh, fuck. But no, that's not it at all. Uh, it's just that Walton Goggins had a terrible dad and or parents or whoever mm-hmm. uh, who burned him and all that, which, which lends a like, ethical question to santa's operation that he's not going to answer and the movie's not going to answer and nobody ever wants to answer is the idea of like oh yeah these little kids that are naughty like because of the horrible fucking environment they are being raised in Mm -hmm. where they don't even have an opportunity to be a good kid like it's literally not even on the table and those kids get punished by santa or at least ignored by santa Mm -hmm. because they're being naughty like, by the letter of the law, you know, but they don't, this movie doesn't go into it like that, you know, where it's like, you know what, you deserved something, little Walton Goggins, I forget, <laughs> he says his name later, he's like, William Anderson, or Jonathan Miller, Yeah, because Santa has that wonderful gift of, like, as soon as he meets someone, he just knows who they are, because he knows who everyone in the world is, Yeah. so as soon as he sees Walton Goggins at the end, he's just, Jonathan Miller, and it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, right, yeah, he knows everybody, so he remembers this kid. Yeah. Uh, which is then even more fucked up where it's like, oh, yeah, you remember. So you remember the circumstances mm-hmm. and you still just sli- let him slip through the cracks. Awesome. Cool. What I don't get is didn't Walton Goggins, Jonathan Miller, whatever. The skinny man. <laughs> I like that. That That's what he's listed as in the credits. Oh, nice. Skinny man. So skinny <laughs> man and fat man. Okay. That makes me feel better because I did really want there to be a character named little boy i mean there is a little boy i know but it's not the same because he's he's just he's a little prick yeah but didn't he say oh my god now i can't remember for the conversation that he had with chris at the end chris said something to him about like he couldn't bring his parents back Oh, no, he couldn't replace his dad. Oh, he couldn't replace. Gotcha. I think. Oh, the other. That's right. I did. I wrote I wrote a note because I had a question because it's more just implied by what Santa says. 
but I just wrote like, oh, so Goggins asked Santa for new parents? Yeah. Like, that must have been what happened, is that he was like, I want a new family. And mm-hmm. Santa's like, I can't do that. Yeah, there's limits to my magic. Exactly. But, like, even so, it really seems like, okay, so you ask for new parents and you don't get it. Was that truly what made him so Santa crazy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that because, you know, the, the, the. And now that I think about it, was Santa trying to tell him a hint, like, call the cops? That's why you gave him a, a cop car. Like, call the police. Yeah, call the police. This, this is the most I can do. This is who can this help you. This is the you. best hint I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look at that cop car. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that that's, that is sort of an interesting way to look at it. I wasn't really thinking of it that way. Um, <clears throat> and it is like, oh, no. Or was, or was hold on. Or Uh-oh. did little Johnny Miller ask Santa to bring the cops and Santa can't like interfere that way, so he just brought him a cop car, and that's why Walton oh, Goggins no. is so pissed off. That would be the funniest reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or he's oh, just like cops. Like that's all he writes in his letter to Santa and sends it <laughs> off, and he sends him back a fucking cop car. I mean, at that point though, like I feel like Santa would have called the police. But that that's the thing that I don't understand in terms of him and his fucking magic. If it's like. If Walton Goggins didn't write that, if he did, in fact, ask, like, could you give me new parents? And Santa was like, oh, sorry, son, my my magic doesn't work that way. Like, okay, then can you call the cops on the ones I have then? Like, nope. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) the whole magic thing is a really shitty excuse if he really understood that this kid was getting abused and he was just like, I can't magically make it happen. Like, but you are a person, right? You could fucking call an anonymous tip, right? You see everything, you know everyone, you know exactly what his parents are doing. I mean, how many... How many others are there out there that do that too? Mm -hmm. That he just blocks them all out? Mm -hmm. Well, you think there'd be way more people coming for his head then? I mean... Better movie. (laughs) There's a line of hitmen? Fucking, yes, a team of assassins who all decide they're all going to go and kill him. And then one by one throughout the movie on their way there, they kill each other. Until there's one left who takes on Santa. <laughs> it's like a Tarantino Christmas. <laughs> I thought that was a hateful eight. I mean, that's what I was in my head. I was just thinking of those characters, <laughs> honestly. So <laughs> that's like the gist. One thing that I really didn't get was like, or one thing I would have liked to have seen with Goggins character. Cause like, we're really not glossing over too much in terms of story because that's really basically it. Mm-hmm. It's like the military is there at the North pole. They're bringing in stuff. Cause the elves are going to make control panels for fighter jets for them. Mm-hmm. Again, all of that is really just so that his fucking North pole area is armed with guards. Yeah. So that Goggins has to shoot his way in, uh, mm-hmm. which is just like not very well set up in my opinion. Like, he seems like a practical, albeit, you know, morally questionable kind of guy. You Santa? know, No, Goggins. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> obviously kidnapping a child just to have, just just for this shitty kid to get a ribbon he didn't deserve is maybe not that practical, you know, putting yourself in that position. I mean, <laughs> and I guess he does threaten to kill everybody in her family. But there's, and, but, and her dog. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, hold on. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's more of an entire movie problem with Goggins' character and his, like, aversion to risk, as he puts it. He says that at one point about, like, you know, I don't put myself in harm's way for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't do shit that'll get me caught or whatever. So, first of all, kidnaps the small child, mm-hmm. drives her around, takes her to that kid's house, and then drops her off and just says, you know, oh, I'll kill you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if anything, I mean, yes, of course, there is the possibility that she just says nothing. But also, uh, her phone. They could track that shit. Even if you, like, turned it off or something. Like, it's like, it, it, this is a story. And I read this, actually. The movie was written in 2006. Oh. Originally. Okay. And then I'm sure it got rewrites over time. But the people who made it had been trying to get it made for a long time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that sort of explains why the movie feels like it takes place in, like, the 90s in terms of... Walton Goggins' attitude towards the surveillance state that we live in. Yes. Because he seems to not give a fuck yeah. that he you know, has the teenage girl who disappeared because mm. he says for her to tell her parents, oh, just say you got caught up at the mall. Yeah. But it's like that story can crumble. Mm-hmm. She's a small, she's, you know, a, a preteen <laughs> girl. Yeah. Like the story will not make sense. The parents will question. Something will happen. Someone will check where that phone went. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They will do something about that. If they're in 2006, you're not worried about that so much. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's going to fucking try to follow that. Uh, and then when he goes to the post office on his quest to try to find this Chris Kringle mm-hmm. and he's just murdering federal employees in their offices mm-hmm. or right at their trucks mm-hmm. or wherever he is murdering them mm-hmm. and just waltzing around face unobscured all yeah. for every single camera in that facility to see. Yep. And then he's murdering soldiers later. Mm-hmm. When he finally does track down Santa in that town, he is going to snipe him. Yeah. In, in front of the post office. In the middle of town. In the middle of town, in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, <clears throat> like the whole thing that he gets talking about, like, oh, I don't, I don't, that's risky and I'm not going to do it, is when the kid asks him to bring Santa's head back. Yeah. And I liked the little discussion about, like, do you understand what that will entail? Yeah. A head is moldy. It smells. It's like decomposing. It's going to be a considerable sized cooler. I have to cross two borders to get there. It is. It does not make sense for me to do this i loved that whole little monologue Mm -hmm. but truthfully it doesn't make sense because this dude is about to kill him right in front of the fucking post office yeah and he also promises the kid that he'll get him the coat he's like i'm not shaving a dead man's beard how about his coat yeah and he's like fine give me the coat so you're gonna snipe him in front of the post office how you getting that coat dipshit yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, what, wasn't. What the, he never planned I mean, on bringing that coat. That was my thought too. <laughs> but then immediately after that, in my head, I was like, yeah, that's actually kind of, yeah, you wouldn't even fucking bring it back for that kid. It was just so strange for him to suddenly be concerned about risks. Mm-hmm. It's like, you've killed like four federal employees mm-hmm. in broad daylight. Yeah. What fucking risks are you concerned with taking? <laughs> it's so silly. And then he's murdering soldiers left and right. And I'm like, so you won't cut his head off. Yeah. But you'll kill 50 soldiers I mean, on your way to murder this old man. I, like, I guess I understand that it's probably more of the like smell factor than the actual <laughs> risk factor. He's just saying risk. <laughs> he just doesn't want to smell the head in his car. Exactly. Or he doesn't want the smell to never leave his car. Ex- but yeah. but the, the, the whole reason that I'm getting on this is that like his nonchalance about doing all these things where like, okay, yeah, maybe you get to Santa and kill him. 
mm-hmm. but now you are on the lam forever. You know what I mean? Your face is plastered everywhere because all the cameras in the post office where you killed people, like, you mm-hmm. know, everything that was that clearly had to have been documented in the world. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense for this guy. Doesn't make any sense for him to do all these things and leave himself so like vulnerable or whatever. So I was like, why the fuck isn't he like on a final mission? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, why couldn't it just be that it's like, this is the last thing I do? Mm-hmm. Fucking kill Santa Claus. So I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, wild card, who fucking <laughs> cares, any means necessary kind of thing. And that to me would have been a little more like, yeah. I would have been able to swallow that better. Like I really <laughs> dug Goggins's character, which oh, yeah. you know isn't that guy, isn't the like Rambo, like oh just uh, you know mm. he's much more like I loved. He's his, very methodical. Yeah, he's very methodical. He can he can be friendly and nice when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved that bit when he's fucking uh, shopping for hunting clothes <laughs> he's talking and to stuff. Himself. Yeah, he's just talking to himself. I loved that bit. The like too many sticks. I'm not a fucking tree. Green is fucking stupid. <laughs> I love that line. Green is fucking stupid. Something so funny about that. Um, <clears throat> but then the the finale of the movie kind of just devolves into Walt Goggins killing a bunch of sort of nameless soldiers. You know, like mm-hmm. there's not enough of the soldier story. Like it's there's just too much. It's like there's there's Santa and his wife and their business, and to a lesser extent, some of the elves like seven. Who That's has like really a, yeah? He he has a little bit more than just one line. Like he's yeah. a character. He's, like he's the foreman. Yeah. So there's <laughs> their business, and then there's the kid hiring Goggins. Yeah. And then there's apparently also the military. And that's where it's just like, I don't know. No, yeah. there, there's a part where there's two soldiers and one of them gets shot and it's supposed to be like, oh, put pressure on it. Oh, you've been. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. If these characters had been characters, mm-hmm. maybe I'd give a shit. Like if there was a sequence, if they killed seven. Oh, yeah. I'd have been like, oh, shit, this dude, that dude seemed cool. You know, it was, he was on the ball, man. He was mm-hmm. like, he was the dude. That sucks. But all these soldier dudes, it's like, who the fuck even are they? They're all interchangeable. They all look identical. None of them have anything interesting to say or do in the movie. They're just there to be cannon fodder at the end. The only one that was distinguishable from the others was the captain. And that's because he didn't wear the helmet. Right. Yeah. You could see his like blonde buzz cut. Yeah. Like- it, I mean, it, it seemed like maybe another another uh, part of the movie where they could have uh, gone a little bit harder because it's R-rated and they, and they kind of like. Maybe not is like, okay, bring in the military somehow and make the military the guys that Goggins has to kill so that he's not slaughtering a bunch of elves. (laughs) And it's like, well, you know what? Maybe just make it elves. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why can't Santa just have like certain elves are on like guard duty? Yeah. Again, crazy Rambo Santa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why, like, these, the, the, uh, it's like they don't actually really match up these two halves of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm almost more interested in just Santa and his wife and them trying to get their business together. Yeah. Like, on its own. 
And then there's also a story about a hitman going to kill Santa where it's like, I think he should be going to meet a completely different Santa yeah. than the Santa we're watching in this other half of the movie. He's not looking for Mel Gibson Santa. He's yeah, which is for... surprising because it should be. Like, he yeah. should be crazy Rambo Santa. He really should. Like, he has a few moments <laughs> of being, like, kind of menacing, mm-hmm. you know? And at the very end when he threatens Billy, obviously he has the, like, eye patch and everything. And he's just being really, uh, the one eye is, like, crazy wide. Mm-hmm. So he looks like a mad. Man, so like that's him being crazy Rambo Santa, mm-hmm. but that's the, like the last scene of the movie. That's not fair. I needed more of it, <laughs> you know. And then there's like you know, okay, there's a scene where he's like boxing mm-hmm. or whatever, like using a punching bag. But it's more it, that's just like Santa exercise. It's not even yeah. like he's going crazy or something. Like there's no scenes of him like like uh, in like uh, in like a training module. You know what I mean? Where like things pop up and he like throws a throwing knife through its face and they're like like training for when people are coming for him. You know, like that's the Santa I wanted really. Yeah. Not the Santa using a pistol to... To shoot some trash off, yeah. the, off the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Like that scene, that made it seem so quaint, you know, mm-hmm. like and, and, and really a guy who is not... Obviously, he's not deserving of getting murdered because that's a ridiculous proposition and this kid's a monster. Uh, but like more so just like a guy who's not who's not inviting it, who's not prepared for it, but not even not prepared for it in like a horror movie way. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like and then it comes and it breaks him because he never knew. Like, no, he's going to win. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of I highly doubt this movie's going to end with he, dead Santa Claus. He even said that Goggins wasn't the first. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, which was an interesting thing, but again, that happens like, you know, five minutes before the end, and you're like, oh my god, he wasn't the first? Others have come to kill him? Like, it never seemed that way. You know, he didn't seem like a Santa who was prepared for people to come try to kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he had, what, one gun? Two. <laughs> or two, I guess, yeah, his wife. No, maybe... Maybe three total because he had two. He was he was double fisting it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, he I had a pistol even... and a revolver. Okay. And then <clears throat> Mrs. had a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, like that seems more like living out in the country with property to protect, kind of, kind of arming yourself, and not yeah. really the like. You got a pistol to like, you know, shoot at the coyotes to like, <laughs> yeah, keep exactly, them off the property. Exactly. The, the wolf gun or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A little different story though than like the guy who's waiting for assassins to murder him. Mm-hmm. Um, there I was did no love... electric fence. Yeah. No. It, I mean, even <laughs> after the military moved in, <laughs> um, I did enjoy the fight. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like Goggins finally gets there. You know, obviously there's, you know, shooting a bunch of soldiers, like we said, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, certainly some elves die in the fracas because there's a lot of shooting. There's a lot of shooting <clears throat> and then there's some exploding. Yeah, a bit of exploding. Uh, but finally, it comes down to it. Like across the clearing, Santa comes out. Goggins is there. They see each other all like Western showdown style, like that big wide shot above mm-hmm. them of both of them. And they start <laughs> yelling shit at each other. The great goddamn line of just the, I've come for your head, fat man. <laughs> like, it's like, man. Like, again, How right many then, A's did you put in that? Five. <laughs> but like legitimately, right as that happened, I wrote like, this is what I've been waiting for. This vibe, this feel, mm-hmm. what was going on in this final sequence here was what I wanted from this whole movie, and you, it's really not. Yeah. There was that one sequence I really liked with Walton Goggins, where it's just that, like, fixed camera, 
looking out his windshield as he's driving and every Mm -hmm. time it jump cuts it's like in a different terrain Mm -hmm. and there's different music playing so it just shows his journey the canadian driving montage yeah the canadian driving montage (laughs) (laughs) but they face off they start shooting at each other goggins gets hit Mm-hmm. the fight gets like closer as Santa like closes in on him. Mm-hmm. They're like right next to each other. You, you know that it's going to come down to like hand to hand combat. Yeah. And I had absolutely forgotten about the secret blade. Me I will 100% too. admit it. I mm-hmm. totally forgot about it. So when Santa's got Goggins on the ground and fucking he like it did, it, it came out of like his boot. Or something. It was like his knee. Yeah. It was like on attached to his shin. So yeah, that like as aiming his- up. Yeah, so that as he bends his knee, he can then use like, it to stab to... backwards, like up and through Santa's back and out his chest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. And that's when I also when I realized why they had him get shot earlier in the movie when he did his deliveries. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> at first I was just like, that's fucked up that people shoot at Santa. Yeah. And he mentions that it was like I was like teenagers again or some shit. Teenagers well, like with some buckshot. Yeah. We're like, it's a thing that just happens all the mm-hmm. time. Like, wow, that sucks. Uh, and then now I suddenly started realizing like, oh, OK. So like, yeah, he's hurt and all, but he heals different. Mm-hmm. So th- so it's going to take more than that. Like Goggins is going to think he's got him. Yeah. But it's definitely going to take more than that. And then he just fucking shoots Santa in the head. Like in the eye. Straight in the face. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was I was legitimately like, I'm I did not see this coming. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> Me too. I I literally wrote um is he really dead? He can't be. He has that magic healing thing. But straight through but, his eye and yeah. his brain or something like whoa like, is, is that the is way that, you do it yeah, is that not healable <laughs> yeah like it doesn't seem like it would be i don't know man and then fucking mrs kringle comes out and takes a shot at goggins he chases her in she fucking gets the drop on him mm-hmm. blows him away yep beautiful wonderful like moment and then she runs out to him chris santa runs out to him and is like cradling his head and i was like fuck did they they did it yeah. no way and then no he starts breathing yeah and he's she's like oh he's coming back oh he's still here he's a and i was like look man i know magic healing but like if that doesn't do it what would do it <laughs> you know what i mean like i guess you just can't kill santa it just seems like he fears death <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> well i mean obviously you know nobody wants to deal with pain or whatever Mm -hmm. but if like if he's if you know you got like elves and shit to protect you know what (laughs) i mean and goggins is out there with a gun like why are you even taking cover if he can't kill you it seems like he fears death in some way i don't know i mean they do a weird job of explaining the the long life of santa earlier in the movie when the elves are explaining their diet to the like general Mm -hmm. because he's like he's the general says something about like Oh, this is, so this is how you guys do what you do. Like, you eat all this fucking candy and all this shit or whatever. Like, is that the same deal with Chris? And fucking Seven's like, nah, it's the given that keeps Chris young. It's like, what? Yeah. That doesn't. What? If he, so if he stops if he stops being Santa, he'll, he dies? he'll grow old yeah, and die? he'll grow. Like, is it that he was young and there were periods of time where he stopped giving and he's grown old over the years, but at this point he's hit about 
65, 70. Mm. And now he's like, oh, I better keep giving forever because now I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> like he can't take any more breaks from giving or I don't know. It just seemed weird. It was like it keeps him young. And then it like cut back to him and it's like, yeah, but he's like a 70 year old man. Has yeah. he always been a 70 year old man? <laughs> Or is it a, one of those things where it's like you get old to a point, but then you just can't get any older? Mm-hmm. Again, these types of movies never interested in any of those types of things, and they just sort of want to, they just want that line to happen, and you'd be happy and you move on. Yeah. Like it's the given that keeps him young. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Moving on. Rest <laughs> of the movie. It's basically what they're saying there. <clears throat> um, and then I was, I, I wrote, oh, yeah, little shithead boy is going to get his. When it like cut back mm-hmm. to his house afterwards, when they, you know, once you once you knew that like, oh, Santa had made it, and you know, he was injured, but mm-hmm. he's there, you know, and he'll, whatever. And he'll then, make a full recovery. It might yeah. take some time, but he'll recover. Yeah, and then they're at the kid's house, and he gets visitors, and you're like, oh, you're well. First, comes. first. Oh yeah, he first he tries to kill his grandma. Yeah, well, he but, plots to kill his grandma. Yeah, because she learns that he's been forging her signature and making out all these extravagant checks to people like Walton Goggins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she seemed shocked by how much was missing. Yeah, I assume this kid overbids. Probably. Because <laughs> he's 12 and he doesn't understand. That's the only reason Goggins does anything Yeah, he's for like, him. it's ludicrous how much this kid pays me. <laughs> he, <laughs> he has, has no, no idea. idea. Yeah, he has no fucking clue <laughs> the, the value of a dollar. <laughs> and then he doesn't get it. He does not get his, like we said earlier, he gets threatened and Santa, Mm -hmm. you know, has his little speech about how people need to be better and (laughs) that he'll come and find you if if you make anybody feel lesser than you and all that kind of junk. There's the whole undercurrent like throughout it, like the reason why Santa's business is going down is because like kids are especially bad now. Yeah. People have been terrible forever. So yeah. this idea that there's been this sudden uptick yeah. seemed really kind of like, what? And then there was that one line where I was like, really, movie? Fucking, am I literally sitting here watching Mel Gibson as Santa complain about participation trophies right now? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? And thankfully, they kind of dropped that aspect of his character. Yeah. Because I was like really expecting it to suddenly get all like, oh, these kids and their fucking ipads in there you know what i mean like oh god damn it grandpa santa you fucking boomer like what is this shit like i was really expecting it to like lean heavily that way of like kids these days don't know how to be real people like we used to you know these kids and their seat belts and their (laughs) bike helmets and their you know that kind of dumb shit like i was glad it didn't go that way what I want to know with that whole end scene, like, okay, fine. Santa doesn't want to kill kids or harm a child without warning first. Fine. Whatever. Coward. That's your moral compass. Whatever. Is he going to go around and like threaten all of the naughty kids now? Because like, how else is he going to start seeing results? Yeah. Does he expect Billy to get the word out? Yeah, or like people see that, you know, Billy is now behaving. <laughs> Even the worst kid is now behaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, and he but starts again, advocating for Santa. I was going to say like, that that would all require people to make the connection that like, oh, he got a lump of coal and now he's acting good. Maybe it's because, you know, like they would have to put those things together. Yeah. Which is like doubtful anybody does that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the end, it's like, okay, so you got one kid to act cool. Now what? 
<laughs> you I know guess. what I mean? Like you're gonna do that for every terrible shitty kid in the world. I mean, he's Santa, uh, so one kid at a time. Apparently, he could. I guess. I mean, that's. The, <laughs> uh, I don't even want to get into the logistics of Santa going around the world. That's right. always my least favorite part <laughs> of everything Santa related because it's just like you can't explain it, no matter how you want to. Mm-hmm. But you always try. And it's always bad. <laughs> it's always wrong or it's always nonsensical because there's no other way. It's, it's impossible. Um, but I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week. Mm. Uh, again, interesting yeah. <laughs> movie. Again, it's... not quite bad. Not quite great. Yeah, I might give it another chance just now that I know what I'm in for. Yeah, that might be a little... Because I think at a certain point, it just felt like the movie that I kind of wanted was probably like almost 20 minutes shorter than this movie. (laughs) So like by the time we got to like an hour and 20, I was like, I have given you all the energy I had prepared. Yeah, (laughs) There's still 20 (laughs) minutes left of this movie. (laughs) Like, oh no. Uh, But yeah, that's my fault really <laughs> um but uh this is jeff and kelly the fat man has got his eye on you kids 